Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 127, quite possibly the greatest actor credits again, minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Dercutch. And yes, and we're still you, in the credits. Yeah, in case you missed when we talked about the actors when their names came up at the beginning, or when we talked about them when they showed up in the movie, or when we talked about them last week or two weeks ago, guess what? They're back. You know what? We could have just did an opening and put the same exact podcast back up and we could save some time for our show. Ah, no need for that. <laughs> That'd be like us going back and correcting all the errors we made recently. What fun is that? That's what the group's for. Yeah, we're not doing that. We're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, so we get the very last of our production assistants and Miss Fiorentino's hairstylists, and we moved on to the cast in order of appearance. I guess that's how you oh, keep it. Oh, now it's in order of appearance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course we noted that before. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a couple of uh, old-timey radio uh, experts like us would miss something like that. <laughs> it was in order, alphabetical order the first time around, right? Now it's in order of appearance. Yeah. yeah. So we got John Doe Jersey, of who we talked about in length. Uh, our Stygians again. Barrett, Jatter, and Kato. We got Glick. Um, what do you think of uh, the reporter's? How he's a... <laughs> he's, well, I guess he showed up right in the beginning there, huh? I don't but remember But did you see how he's... How they have him credited? Oh. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. He's Brian Christopher Brian O'Halloran. Christopher O'Halloran. Like, are you trying to trick me into not knowing it's Brian O'Halloran? Because it didn't work. <laughs> and then uh, you get Betty Aberline and then Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. When's the last time you think Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were this far down a cast list? Uh, it's been a long time. <laughs> I mean, maybe if they were in another movie that did an in-order of appearance, but like... Yeah. They might be too big time for that type of shit now. It's like, uh, no, we're not doing that. And then we get the priest at St. Stephen's. Uh, we get uh, Linda Fiorentino. The kissing couple was Derek Milosevic and Leslie Braden. They were the ones that were kissing at the airport. That's our first oh, kissing okay. couple. Yeah. Not the ones who are kid. They, they get a much better fate than the people that are kissing later. Yeah, not the bus kissing people. Yeah. Then we have Clinic Girl. Who was Clinic Girl? Was there another person in their office? Maria Elena O'Brien. Uh, I don't remember another girl in the office. <laughs> Apparently there was one, and we just didn't notice. Yeah, we didn't even see her. As Sorry, is Mary. our way. Sorry, Marie Elena O'Brien. And who's that. after that? Because I have a slight jump here where I can't see. Uh, Liz, Janina Garofalo. Oh, yes. We talked about her at length as well. About, it's funny, because as much as he says that he liked her and would have liked to have had her have a bigger role in this and maybe even be Bethany... Never worked with yeah. her again, no? No, she never came back. Yeah. After that, we got a couple of protesters. Brian oh, Johnson yes. and Walt Flanagan. We get... <laughs> Tell them, Steve, Dave. Uh, <laughs> is yours still? Yeah, I don't have You're anything until waiter. Okay. So uh, we're then after that, we got Azriel, Jason uh, Lee. Jason Lee. And another fine role in this as the, as the villain. One could argue he's been the villain in maybe every movie so far. <laughs> I could make a case he's the villain in Mallrats and Chasing Amy. Yeah, I can, I can believe that too, yeah. Chasing Amy, he's uh, the dipshit friend who uh, pokes and prods at him. Until at ben Affleck. loses it. Until he yeah, loses until his shit. Ben Affleck loses his shit, yeah. And then in Mallrats, I guess less so, but he does. he is a dipshit that gets broken up with. He's the one that makes him go to the mall. He's the driving force until, right. like, the last 15 minutes of that movie. Oh, 
He's a dick in that movie. Like he's a great character, but he's total dick towards his friends. He's a dick in both movies, just different ways. He's <laughs> yeah. just a more yeah, yeah. he's a more affable dick in Mallrats. Like he's like, ah, you can hang around right. with this guy. He's just breaking balls. Like yeah. where hanging around Banky, you'd be like, I need to break from this dickhead. <laughs> like he's <laughs> he's too much of a dick. He's and he's like real. Like he doesn't have at least that fun outgoingness that like uh, Brody has. He's like a lot more like he's movie me. dog. Yeah. Right, he's mean. He's like, uh, you know, he's doing it on purpose just to get on your nerves. Uh, after that, we got Miss Reynolds, which was Nancy Bach. Miss Reynolds. Do you, know, do you know Miss Reynolds? I don't know Miss Reynolds. Where are we at? In this? <laughs> I would love it. It'd be great if I could actually see this. It'd be really helpful. We're almost up to you. We're almost up to you. Next, we got Metatron, Alan Rickman. Oh, I heard of that guy. <laughs> and then the next one is Waiter, where you're at. So Okay. Yeah, and then uh, I said I was a waiter, and I tried to move it, and it backed me up. Oh, there we go. I'm good now. Yeah, the waiter was Armando Rodriguez. He of the nice arms that got grabbed. Oh. <laughs> it makes sense because he's Armando. Thank you. Arm, Thank you. Arm, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, a couple of uh, go-getters by the name of Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith. And we get uh, right on Jeff Anderson, Scott Mosier, right down the old clerk's uh, hitting list right there. Yeah, yeah. And then we get uh, our smooching seaman, Scott Mosier. <laughs> seaman smoocher, Monica Hampton. That, that is really how they're built, too. Smooching Seaman and Seaman Smoocher. <laughs> of course. Then you get Rufus, Serendipity, and Kane. Not that Kane. Kane that's in this, never named in the film. It's Chris Rock, Sama Hayek, and Dwight Yule. Oh, I didn't know that was his name in that. Kane. No. He got a name. Everybody else has got Gangster 1, 2, 3, and 4. <laughs> and I don't recognize I think, any of the gangsters' names. Gangster 1's name is Kane. Benjamin Kane. Oh, you think you, you think Kevin stole it from him because he, he couldn't think of a name for Dwight? Maybe. And my thing jumps again <laughs> down the Governor Dalton, by the way, so you're on your own. Oh, nice. So then we got Gangster number two, Richard Balderwina. Oh, I was blowing Gangster the Gangsters. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Gangster number three, I'm already in it now, J- Javon Johnson. And then number four was Derek Sanders. Uh, we got Whitland. What's Whitland? Who's Whitland? Mark Joy is Whitland. I don't know who that is. It just says Whitland. <laughs> so it would have been... Uh, what was the thing before that? It was all the gangsters? The yeah, it was Whitland? gangster number four. Who's Whitland. the next one? Is the next one no man? Uh, woman in boardroom. So it might be somebody in that boardroom. Oh, it, maybe it's the main guy. It's the main guy. Hey, I didn't see... Uh, they got the gangsters. I didn't see... Ming Chang, because he was an extra. Oh, is that why? Yeah, I couldn't mm-hmm. think of his last name. I'm like, Ming, 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 but I didn't want to say Ming and sound like I was being racist because I didn't know his last name, so I didn't say <laughs> it. <laughs> and, now, and now mine just skipped forward. Hold on, let me back it up. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're at Woman in Boardroom, Linda Levine. The one voice of Voice of Nobin. No Man. I guess that's the... No Man, no man the, Ethan Supley. I don't even uh, need to see that. You don't even need to see that one. All right, so who's the bus station attendant? You hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me think, let me think. Is it <laughs> Renee? Is her name Renee? Uh-uh. uh-uh. Shit. Uh, we almost on. got her on the show, but she told us no. Uh, because I talked to her. I actually spoke with her, but she would, she couldn't do it. What's the first letter? G. Oh, Guinevere Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually spoke with her, but she she, uh, she she said she would love to, but she couldn't do it for personal reasons. So. I think you're thinking of the wrong person, uh, by the way. Really? Yeah. Guinevere Turner was oh. the one he sort of kind of based Chasing Amy a little bit around. She was the lead oh, singer. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't she, speak to her. I spoke. You're thinking of someone else. You're thinking of <laughs> yeah, someone I'm, else. I'm, I'm thinking of Jason Lee's one of his uh, yeah. his ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. 
See, I don't just get stuff wrong in wrestling. If you want to comment, <laughs> <laughs> and and Muppets, and I just get everything wrong. So just get used to it. Uh, then we got Blanket Boy on Train. Apparently, our one uh, child wrangler. Remember, we were discussing the tra- child wrangler that oh, yeah. we didn't know why they had one. Well, there's a Blanket Boy on a train named John no, Gordon. The blanket which I don't Boy remember. is the one sitting in the back that he says no ticket to. Oh, so it's not a little boy. So that guy, even though he didn't have a line, got to be in this. I guess because a main character talks to him. Uh, but Ming Chen uh, didn't. I don't know. I feel like Min Chen's got a case here against the. Uh, yeah, the yeah, I don't field. like this. Bartender Matthew, Matthew Mayer. Now him, I have seen because I started watching that. Um, the hell's it called? Our flag means death. I watched about three or four episodes before my HBO subscription got canceled. Oh wow! Well, I do. I do remember you saying that he was another stuff that guy. And he but is. He's like one of the main like characters. Oh, okay. There's like the main Where? guy who's like the captain of the ship, and then he's like one of the crew. So he's like one of the main like six oh. eight guys. Okay, so he's 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 up there. And then I saw. Where him, did you? You know what I saw him the other day? In he was in. He's in the Dunkin' Donuts commercial with Ben Affleck. Really? He's. I never like, saw He ben works. Affleck. He works at Dunkin' Donuts. He's like one of the employees. Well, I think Ben Affleck's out there. I forget what the hell the commercial is or what the conceit that the commercial is. Ben Affleck's talking to him and like a, a girl. You. Unprofessional bastard. Uh, I wasn't fast enough. I tried. If someone's at your house. <laughs> someone's in my backyard. I w- oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to mute it because I was going to cough anyway, and I hit the mute button, but it was just was a little just a little too late. <laughs> All right. Who's our next contestant? Uh, on the Price is Right. Uh, what was that? That was Matthew Mayer. Uh, Governor Dalton was... That's right where I pick up again. Uh, okay. Yes, I remember her. She was played by the girl from from Mad Men. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, you did see that. You did say that. Yeah, one she too. looks exactly like her. I don't care what anybody says. I put those pictures up, and like, if you told me that they were cousins or mother and daughter, absolutely. And then the next one is uh, Robert Ratface Holtzman as Officer McGee. Yeah, he's the one. Let's leave the good cardinal alone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why I did it. it. Sound like Lauren Michaels when I did it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why really? you changed your voice like that. <laughs> <laughs> And God, lowercase g, played by Alanis Morissette. And that's the last one. Everybody's lowercase, by the way. I know, but, um, but I think God should have got the uppercase. <laughs> yeah, usually. I mean, even in the book he does, doesn't he? He gets the uppercase all the time. So, so. do you, you're looking at the stunts there next. Look at the, the stunt coordinator's name, Gary Jensen, right? Yeah. Other stunts done by Benjamin Jensen, Elizabeth Jensen, Ethan Jensen. He just gets his whole family to do Fucking it. Fucking Nepo babies, I tell you. <laughs> my, my favorite name in there is Paul Knuckles. <laughs> If you told yeah. me, what, what does Paul Knuckles, Paul Knuckles do on the, uh, on the movie? I don't know. Stunts? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got no fingers. Paul Knuckles is, has no fingers from doing stunts. Oh, he's got to be missing like three or four fingers, right? It, right, it has to be, right? <laughs> All right, you have to tell me if there's anything exciting up till stage facilities, because that's the next thing I can see. Okay, Chris Thomas, Polimo, Marty Pistone, David Pallage, Jody Michelle, you don't, you don't, Finn, do not need to and Derek Simmons. Fucking name. <laughs> well, that's where I was stuck on. So hold on, I'm trying to wait for it to scroll. <laughs> uh, no man stunt double. We got a no man stunt. We got two stunt doubles for no man. Bob oh, Panetta because, and yeah, someone had to be in the little costume. Right, Mark Jennings Smith. Uh, where do you got stage facilities? Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's all. all. Right, so they went to Pinnacle Studios in Trafford, PA. Good for them. There's a bunch of stuff about lawyers that I don't care about, who they're insured by. Yeah, read everything. We're trying to make content here. <laughs> <laughs> Insurance is in banking, bye. <laughs> and then here you go. Hot couture jacket and bustier worn by Miss Morissette provided by Christian Lacroix. 
Oh, fancy. Oh. I didn't think she was wearing so anything all that fancy. No, I, I thought she had it. They probably had to hand make it. That was the problem. Oh, right. I like that they have an end crawl by REI Media Group. Oh, a little shout out to ourselves as we're running the end crawl. <laughs> and, I mean, we mentioned it last week, but all over this is um, the next thing that pops up is still written and performed by Alanis Morissette, which has been yeah, playing over the credits to this point. Yeah. Um, and then it takes a little while. Okay, then we got Never well, on because a Sunday. It gets, it gets put off by itself before we get the other some of the other credits. Ah, gotcha. All right, Never so on Sunday by the Chordettes. The Chordettes, I, I think that is. There's a C-H. Why is that yeah. chord? C-H-O-R-D. What word is that? <laughs> chord. It's chord, Jeff. You're, okay, it's you're chord. You're a chord. <laughs> Stop being such a chord. And then we got Skokian, performed by Perez Prado. Is that a like a, a Viking song? I have no idea what any of this is. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, Mi Unico Camino, which I assume is probably playing in the Mexican restaurant as the background. Oh, music. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Magic Moments, of course, by How They Even yeah. Hurt Backrack, performed by Perry Como. That is our huh, opening, it, I believe, right? Yeah. That's what it is. In case you listened to it all these times and didn't know what it was, it's Magic Moments. You're like, why are they playing this? Doesn't make any sense. It's not even in Dogma. Yeah, yes, it is. Stupid. Yeah, why are they listening to this um, stupid? Love is Strange by Mickey and Sylvia. I do not remember where that. <laughs> Used by permission of Benghazi Incorporated. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that don't sound good. Not a great name for your <laughs> thing. Well, Benghazi would become famous later for. Um, you know, being in Libya and having one right. of our places overrun, having a couple of Americans killed, including an ambassador, and then having like 50 hearings about it. So depending on which side of it you're on, you're mad, what I just said right now. You're either mad. <laughs> mad at mad, me or with me. You're, you're mad <laughs> that it was investigated too much or not enough. Either way, if you're involved, if you knew, when I said Benghazi, if you immediately, your hair stood up, you're mad now. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we triggered you, sorry. Yeah, so I'm sorry, I triggered you. Uh, Alabama Bound, which I believe was playing on the bus, or after the shooting on the bus, anyway. Right. Performed by Ray Ch- Charles. I didn't know it was Ray Charles. Oh, yeah. I think we mentioned it at the time. But that was like eight months ago now, so... Yeah, it's been a long time. Right. Is there any more before it cuts out? Or is... Nah, we'll do the rest next week, because... Yeah. The next one, one. The next one. one. Yeah, yeah, I don't say it. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't ruin yeah. our content for Wednesday. <laughs> we need Wednesday content. That's we probably the only thing we got for next for Wednesday, so... <laughs> All right. So, um, if you remember, last week we went over the box office, right? Everything, because Dogma was number 73. I went over some of the stuff right. that beat it, right? This time, I'm going to go over some of the stuff that Dogma made more money than in 1999. Oh, nice. This will probably be a little quicker, because uh, we did a couple of them, the ones that are near it. And honestly, we're probably not going to know most of these. <laughs> Well, don't um, ask me to guess, because I don't even know what was it. Oh, well, who the fuck knows? So. Uh, Alvin Towners, <laughs> I think we might have mentioned. Last from the Past was number 78. Um, so that was the, the Brendan Fraser movie that made less. Okay. That actually wasn't that bad a movie. I remember that movie, actually, for some <laughs> the reason. The Academy Award-winning... Saw... What are you talking about? Why are you still talking? Go. I was going to say, I, I, I never saw uh, like all these important movies you talk about, like The Matrix, but I saw Blast from the Past with friggin' Brendan Fraser for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe you had a Alicia Silverstone thing at the time. Maybe, maybe. All right, so um, The Insider, which I believe might have won the Academy Award that year, or maybe Russell Crowe won it for it, huh? would go on to make $29 million, still less than Dogma, but it made $26 wow. million in 1999. Right. Um, Saving Private Ryan, but it would go on to make $216 million, of course. 
Um, what are these? They, they like came out in December. Is that what's going on here? It says it came out July twenty fourth. Wow, that's all that I seems fucking that. impossible, right? Yeah, like, there's no way six right months. There's something wrong there. There's there's some sort of error <laughs> there that I'm that either the site's making or something. You uh, got one of your real dependable lists again. That's what. Yeah, happened. number eighty three is Arlington Road, which I believe was Tim Robbins. Some sort of terrorist picture, I believe. Um, number eighty five is. The Iron Giant, starring the man with no charisma himself, Vin Diesel. <laughs> I am Groot. And possibly his finest role, although my favorite role of his is, of course, Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> People love that uh, Iron Giant movie. I've only seen like parts Super of it. Superman. It it's a good movie. Yeah, people love that movie. Um, Ed TV, which I believe even had a TV show after that. Made $22 million at number 86. At first sight, I don't remember shit. I thought I knew what that was, and now I don't. The faculty made $21 million in 1999, would go on to make 40 so the faculty made more money than Dogma. That's the alien one, right, the faculty? Yes. Okay. Spoiler okay. alert. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, sorry. <laughs> Summer of Sam was number 89, the Spike Lee movie. John Leguizamo, that one? Yep. Yeah, I like that one. Um, Star of Echoes, the Kevin Bacon movie, was number 91. That's good Anna and the King was a remake of uh, The King and I. That was I never saw that. 92. It ended up, oh my God, everything just went crazy. It ended up making more money than uh, Dogma eventually. Oh. Uh, Galaxy Quest, but it just came out December 25th. Okay. Man on the Moon uh, ended up making more, $34 million. These were all ones that came that? out. Was that? 20th, Enemy of the State came out. Which one? Man on the Moon was the uh, Andy Kaufman story. I know, but who, who played Andy Kaufman? Was it? Jim Carrey. It was Jim Carrey. Okay. All right. Enemy of the State, but it would end up making more. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there any? Being John Malkovich. Made seventeen million, would go on to make twenty two million, would still make less than Dogma. Huh. Now that I expect, like that was such a weird movie, I could see that making less. But like, I feel like I, being John Malkovich is pretty remembered. I think a lot of people still talk about that movie. I know that. Speaking of movie that people still talk about, Rushmore at one hundred and four, making seventeen million dollars. I never saw that. It's, a Wes, that it's a Wes Anderson darling. <laughs> That's probably why I didn't see. Yeah. yeah, I see. I can't shit on Wes Anderson the way that I do Terrence Malick or people <laughs> fucking. Ironically, stabbed me in the parking lot with a, you know, a pen from 1921. Um, Go, which I saw in the movie theaters, made 16 million at 105. Uh, number 107, Muppets from Space at 16 yeah. million. Ooh, that hurts. I liked Muppets from Space, but it did, it, I, I don't feel like it made a lot of money. And I don't, I don't feel, feel like, like it was the, out very long. It's another one where I'm like, hey, maybe every Muppet movie, you know, like Muppets from Space ain't never coming up. No, I think it was okay. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was when they started just using Gonzo for every movie. After that, that's what they did. After that, you keep saying that about Gonzo. I don't think I he, know he's because there's I like he stars in like three movies. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I know he's in uh the Haunted Mansion one. I know that okay. he's a star in that one. So um, there's a Bringing Out the Dead, which I also saw in the movie theaters. Uh, I think made, I saw uh, whopping sixteen million. I believe that might have been a Scorsese thing, maybe. Um, Elizabeth would make thirty million dollars. So that would make less. The Messenger, Joan of Arc. I, that was, I think there was two Joan of Arc movies that year. I think I saw this one. Really? I never saw either. That, now, I'm thinking these movies we're seeing down here, like, that opened in 2000 theaters. So, like, that had to be a fucking bomb. Like, you know, these are, like, these are, like, uh, you know, company ruiners here. <laughs> right, right. Like $15 million. <laughs> um, the Waterboy came out. It would go, it made $13 million at this point. It would go on to make $161 million. 
Yeah, yeah. I I didn't think that one was gonna be low. That one's definitely high. Uh, there's just there's just listen to this pile of shit right here. The Mod Squad, Black Mask, Omega Code, Thirteenth Floor, The Muse. These were all things that you saw like up on the shelf in Blockbuster, and you're like, no. You walk past, yeah. A uh, Wing Commander, which I also saw in the movie theater, <laughs> I did. made eleven million dollars because <laughs> I played all the Wing Commander games, and I'm like, this is gonna be so awesome. It wasn't. Not uh, so much, you know. I believe it starred the likes of Freddie Prinze. <laughs> mm. Number 134, Office Space. Really? Made $10 million. That's another movie that people If I love. listed all these movies and said, who made the most money? I doubt anybody put Office Space at the top. I bet everybody puts it around like 30, though. Right, right. People love that movie. Did it, did it go on to make more money? No, than that? that was it. It was out the wow. whole year. $10 million bucks. A failure. I had yep. you excellent in like video, though. Yeah. Um, I, I want to see what the lowest one is that I've heard of <laughs> on the list. Um, <laughs> Teaching Mrs. Tingle is at 8 million. We're at 8 million. 143. Mystery Alaska. I also saw that in the movie theaters. The hockey really? movie is at 144. Um, there's a bunch. Oh, Run Lola Run, which I also saw. $8 million. 150. Man, you see some movies. You see a lot Dutch. of freaking movies. Oh, this was 1999, man. I saw all these fucking movies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw Run Lola Run, Outside Providence, uh, Buena Vista Social Club, 200 Cigarettes. Extreme, Les Boys, that, that, I see Les Boys, no, I saw Jack Frost, I, either I one, I've seen Frost. them both, doesn't matter yeah. <laughs> which one it is, um, 161 is Dick, which I've seen, I see, I've seen Dick, Chris, yeah, I, I've heard um, that about it, you've seen yeah. plenty, Rush Hour plenty came out at the end of the year, um, Gods and Monsters, I've seen, that's at 168, I saw Rush Hour, I think, uh, Mumford, starring Jason Lee, made $4 million at 170, did you see that? Yes, um, ever after, but it came out. Detroit Rock City. Detroit Rock City made $4 million. Ugh. That, I, I like that movie. I remember that movie. That's one of I them. didn't think it was good, but I didn't think it was $4 million bad. And then number 177 is Idle Hands, which also made $4 million. I wouldn't have thought they were both like $20 million. Yeah, Idle Hands was the, the horror movie, right? Yeah. Um, number 183 is Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which I've seen. I don't number 187, Jawbreaker. <laughs> It's number 189, Cider House Rules, but that would go on to make more. Existence, that's a sack of shit. I saw it. It's at 190. 191, I saw The Limey. 192, Love Stinks, I saw. 193, Boys Don't Cry. Number 194, Babe Pig in the City. I've seen all these pieces of shit. Wow, I've seen Babe Pig in the City. But... Uh, 197, Prince, Princess Mononoke. That might be the lowest one that I've seen. And that's just because it's a foreign film. That's kind of like not even fair. All right, that's it. That's the shit list. That's everybody that made less than Dogma. Wow. And you so saw all a, of them for some reason. There's some odd ones. There was odd ones up and down. One of those, la- a couple of those last ones were just Jeff's movie ticket that they made. That <laughs> <year>. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is 1999. My friends worked at the movie theater, paying for goddamn movies. Oh yeah, yeah. You didn't even buy it. That's why they didn't make no money. Yeah. So uh, are we done? Yeah, I think we're done. Why don't you uh, say goodbye to everybody? <laughs> Bye everybody. Come back on Wednesday. Bye everybody. See us on Wednesday. <laughs> is that what we're supposed to do? Listen, if you don't know by now. You will never, never, ever, never know. <laughs> if you don't know me by now, I can't say. I got a cold. Uh, we are the Jay Todd Bob Minute. We're on DoorGenre.com. I don't think I need to tell you all this stuff anymore. Speaking of, like, if you don't know where stuff is by now, then, um, you probably aren't going to find us. So, you got anything else, Jeff? Uh, make sure you check us out when we show up on other podcasts. Like, we've been on, what's this year? Bowfinger? We've been on all the group movies by Minutes projects. What was that? Uh, Let's see if we can name them all. <laughs> Bowfinger? Uh, Vampire Movie Minute. I was no. old. I think you left me on that one. I know, but I said, let's name all the movies by minutes projects, and you immediately jumped off like an asshole. That's a movies by minute, isn't it? 
I've done the group projects, you fucking idiot. Oh, the group projects. There was only one group project this year, Bowfinger. Oh, my God, people. The other one was last year, wasn't it? <laughs> and then some of them weren't released. I don't Shut know. The Are you done? Off. Shut the recording off. <laughs> Immediately.